A new report is out from the National Institute on Aging, and it has some pretty intriguing uh, data to chew on. And um, I guess to highlight it is that more than half of Canadians over the age of 50 feel pretty good about their aging process, but there are some red flags as well, and it has to do with, of course, health and finances. Dr. Samir Sinha is the Director of Health Policy Research and co-chair of the National Institute on Aging and joins us now on Good Morning Hamilton. Dr. Sinha, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Rick. How are you? I'm, I'm fantastic, and it sounds like most Canadians over the age of 50 are feeling pretty good, too. Yeah, it's it's there's a good news story here that while a lot of us are trying to focus on how not to age, uh, many Canadians are aging well, and even our oldest Canadians tell us that they're some of the most socially engaged and connected uh, Canadians overall. So there were some really nice uh, things to find when we surveyed close to 6,000 people this past year. And this is the start of a 10-year project, right? You got it, yeah. We, we've never actually... Uh, collected uh, comprehensive data to look at the most important phenomenon happening in our society, which will be that within 10 years, one in four of us is going to be 65 or older, as I like to say, 65 and better. And so when something like this is happening, it's important to understand how well we're aging and where we can improve and, and, uh, and what we can do better with. One of the aspects that this report uh, looks at is how we are going to age over the next 10 years. And many of us, and you just kind of referenced this, will be in that 50 or 60 or 65 plus crowd. And that brings a par, brings along many challenges that an individual or a family will have to endure. Got it. So one of the things that we really focused on by starting to interview people who are 50 and older was looking at this group of, if you will, baby boomers who are uh, at the tail end and, and thinking about retiring potentially within the next 10 years. And then also, how are people doing when they're actually in retirement or, or living their lives? And what we found was that our younger group in particular, uh, they're, they're nervous. They're nervous about whether they're going to have enough money to be able to retire comfortably. But that many are not certain if, uh, if, if that's going to be their case, for example. And so that creates stress and, and challenges. And we noticed that uh, one in three older Canadians is experiencing ageism. And for this younger cohort, it tends to occur in the workplace. For the oldest cohort, it tends to occur in healthcare settings. So it starts giving us a lot of insights because all of these sorts of things can affect our health and well-being. And what we certainly found was that for our oldest Canadians, when you're, health, you're not healthy and you're struggling with your health, it really will challenge your ability to stay independent uh, in the community and, and engaged as well. Our guest on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML is Dr. Samir Sinha, Director of Health Policy Research and Co-Chair of the National Institute on Aging. And we're talking about the Aging in Canada survey, uh, one of the, uh, a survey that's going to be repeated over the next decade to hone in on the challenges that uh, people over the age of 50 face in our country. And one of them, and you kind of alluded, it, uh, alluded to it, was that age discrimination or that ageism, uh, seniors being discriminated against because simply because they're older. Absolutely. And, and this is a challenge because, again, we, we, we know that uh, there's a lot of discrimination that happens. And for some reason, ageism still seems to be an acceptable ism in our society. So... And this has major implications because when we note that 
younger, if you will, older Canadians. So people who are still working or just over 50 are saying that most of what they experience is in the workplace versus more older people who are saying it's what they face in healthcare settings. You can imagine this can be really harmful. If you're an older person seeking healthcare and you feel that you're being dismissed because of your age, people are saying, oh, your condition is just because you're old rather than taking your symptoms seriously and giving you the right diagnosis, that can impede you staying healthy and well. What right now for our younger cohort, we know that some of the biggest issues we're having with labor shortages right now is a lot of uh, older people who are nearing retirement age are just saying, you know, forget it. You know, I don't need to stay in the workforce anymore. Maybe I've saved up enough money. I I'm going to retire early. Uh, and that's actually creating significant labor shortages. And if what's driving that is the fact that you're being discriminated in your workplace, people aren't respecting you because of your age, or whatever the reason might be, uh, this creates problems. So we can see where we can actually do a lot more work and, and improve ourselves as a society so that we can actually help all of us uh, lead healthy and productive lives. Dr. Sinha, appreciate the insight into the study results. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, happy holidays and enjoy the rest of the week. Happy holidays to you, Rick. Thanks for having me on.